Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Do you ever wonder how so many people get fooled into believing lies? It's not that we're all incredibly naive. It's more so that the knockoff is made believable because the truth exists. Pastor J.D. reminds us today that we must remain vigilant and skeptical because the sign of the end times is deception everywhere. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on October 23rd, 2022. For today's update, I want to talk with you about both the reality and proximity of eternity, biblically and prophetically. And this because the fulfillment of Bible prophecy is as real as it is near, such that it's really going to happen. And it's really going to happen very soon. Soon and very soon. Man, I thanks a lot, Capono. I'm ruined for the rest of the day. <laughs> but it's a good thing. <laughs> As one said, I'm, I'm ruined for Jesus. I'll take it. Ruin me, Lord. What a song. I love that song. Well, I want to begin with two passages, the first of which we looked at last week. And the second will actually, Lord willing, study next week, both of which are in Peter's epistles. Let's start with 2 Peter, the third chapter, beginning in verse 3. The Apostle Peter, by the Holy Spirit, is writing and says, First of all, you must understand that in the last days scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires, They will say, where is this coming he promised? Ever since our fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But, verse 5, and this is interesting, they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed and the earth was formed out of water and by water. That really happened. I hope you don't get tired of me saying that really happened, because I'm going to be saying that really happened a lot today. By these waters, verse 6, also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, verse 7, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction 
of ungodly men. That will really happen. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping His promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief. Not for us, by the way, the Apostle Paul writing to the Thessalonians. It's not going to be as a thief in the night for us, but for them. The heavens will disappear with a roar. That's going to happen. The elements will be destroyed by fire, and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. That's really going to happen. Since everything will be destroyed in this way, what kind of people ought you to be? You ought to live holy and godly lives as you look forward to the day of God and speed its coming. That day will bring about the destruction of the heavens by fire, and the elements will melt in the heat. That's really going to happen. First Peter chapter 4, seven words in verse 7. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be clear-minded and self-controlled so that you can pray. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, verse 11, he should do it as one speaking the very words of God. If anyone serves, he should do it with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Okay, the reason I wanted to start out this way is because the Apostle Peter, by the Holy Spirit, sums up the reality and as such the urgency of the end. Everything that Peter is inspired to write connects what really happened in the past with what will absolutely happen in the end. It will happen. Not only will it really happen, we can even know how close it is to when it will really happen. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Soon it. <laughs> See what you did, Capono? I'm telling you. The preponderance of the evidence, both historically and prophetically, 
that we are the last generation at the end of time is overwhelming. Question, how do you know? Why is it that this generation at this time in human history is the last generation at the time of the end? Answer, one need look no further than to God's Word in concert with what's happening in this world to conclude that the end is not only near, the end is here. Perhaps the most compelling evidence of all that this is the final generation on the cusp of eternity is found in the Gospel of Mark. It's actually in the Synoptic Gospels, but I want to read Mark 13 beginning in verse 28. Jesus is speaking. He says, now learn this parable from the fig tree when its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves. You know that summer is near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that it is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. You know what he's saying here? He's saying a day is coming where there will be this final generation, and that generation will be the final generation that witnesses the rebirth of the Jewish nation, which was fulfilled on the 14th of May, 1948, that generation. I mean, we could close in prayer right now. We won't. Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) So, I want to take it further. What follows is further evidence, proving beyond any doubt, not just a shadow of a doubt, but beyond any doubt, not reasonable doubt, no, any doubt, the reality and proximity of this generation being on the cusp of eternity. It's going to happen. It's really going to happen. I'll summarize the evidence with Three exhibits, if you will. I hope you don't mind the judicial verbiage here, but exhibit A, counterfeit destruction. Exhibit B, controlled opposition. Exhibit C, confusing distraction. This is the evidence that I would like to present, and I'll start with counterfeit destruction. I chose to word it this way by virtue of how the counterfeit authenticates and validates the genuine, by way of an example. 
this is the reason there are counterfeit $100 bills. Why? Because there's the authentic and genuine $100 bill. This is also why it is, by the way, that there are counterfeit Christs, not counterfeit Buddhas or counterfeit Muhammads. No, the counterfeit authenticates and validates the genuine, the genuine article. Now here's the problem. Satan is the master counterfeiter who knows his time is short, which is why in these last days, really the last hour, he's revving up his efforts of destroying vis-a-vis counterfeiting. Let me explain. Satan does not create. He cannot. Rather, he only destroys what God has created. Jesus in John's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 10 said, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, what does he want to destroy? He wants to destroy anything that God created. He hates God. He hates God's creation. He seeks to destroy man created in the image of God, and he seeks to destroy creation which is groaning for God. This is Romans chapter 8 verse 22. We know that the whole creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth, right up to the present time. This is God's creation. God created the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that in them is. All for His glory, by the way. One way that Satan has been met with stunning success is in his attempts to destroy the authentic with the synthetic man-made, geoengineered, weather-manipulated poisoning of the earth and God's creation on the earth. It's for this reason that we refer often to Dane Wigington and geoengineeringwatch.org. I'm going to show you several screenshots. I want to draw your attention to them as I share some quotes from his Saturday, October 15th broadcast, which he refers to as the bad news broadcast. Yesterday's broadcast he referred to as the end of the world broadcast. I like this guy. As I share these screenshots, these pictures, and quote him, I want to draw your attention to the photos of the skies. And this is no pun intended. They are breathtaking. Breathtaking. Also, I would encourage you to look up to the sky for those of you online, wherever you are in your own area. And if you wish, you can send them to us via email. I've got several pictures on my phone that I've taken here, windward side, by the way. Uh, This for two reasons. 
The first of which is to see for yourself that they're spraying the skies, which in turn can lead to an understanding of why they're spraying the skies. That's the first reason. Here's the second reason. Luke 21, 28, one of my favorite verses in all of the Bible, along with all of the verses in all of the Bible. Jesus said that when we see things like this begin to come to pass, look up and lift up your heads. Why? Because your redemption draws nigh. Here are some chilling quotes. If we remain in the current course, no one will see 2030. That is a mathematical and statistical near certainty on the current trajectory. When we lose the plankton, when we lose the forests, we lose the insects, we lose wildlife populations, and we lose the ozone layer, and all of this is happening all at once, all of it on the current trajectory bottoming out about mid-decade. How can humans survive without habitat? They can't. And none of this takes into account, listen to this, the nuclear part of the equation. The severity of what's unfolding would indicate we face zero hour for no functional wildlife populations in 2026. As the dominoes fall, they get bigger and bigger and fall faster and faster. This report just published a headline of total disinformation, which we're going to talk about shortly, is from CNBC. White House is pushing ahead research to cool earth by reflecting back sunlight. Hmm, how are they going to do that? The report says, the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy is coordinating a five-year research plan to study ways of modifying the amount of sunlight that reaches the earth in order to temporarily temper the effects of global warming. Yes, damaging the ozone is bad, acid deposition is bad, respiratory illness is bad. That's word for word from the report. But this is spraying particles, nanoparticles, out of jet aircraft for the stated purpose of temporarily and toxically cooling down the surface. Geoengineering operations have been fully deployed for over 75 years. The result? Catastrophe, with looming planetary on the side on the near-term horizon. The so-called climate science community, this is all coming from the world's leading scientists, the same scientists that categorically deny the climate engineering atrocities in our skies, 
that are the single most destructive human activity ever launched by the human race, and they have yet to acknowledge it. Uh, This is actually a prophecy in Revelation chapter 11, verse 18. The nations were angry, and your wrath has come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, that's really going to happen, and that you should reward your servants, the prophets and the saints, and those who fear your name, small and great, and should destroy those who destroy the earth. That's pretty specific. Wait a minute, you're you're telling me that during the seven year tribulation that they're going to destroy the earth and God will have the final word and destroy those who destroy the earth? No, I'm not saying that. God's word is saying that. That was kind of snarky a little bit, wasn't it? Sorry. Uh, One more thing on this before we move on. Let's take and tackle this why question. Why? You'll forgive what might seem like an oversimplification, but a reduced population is a controlled population. It is infinitely easier to control a population once you've reduced said population. And then you control the food and water supply of that population by destroying the earth to grow the food. We've talked about it before. It bears repeating again in the context of what we're talking about today. You can search for yourself. They are burning to the ground food warehouses all over the world, burning them to the ground. It's not only really going to happen, it's already really happening. Okay, exhibit B. How how you doing? Oh wow, you guys, I love you so much. I know there are many that have expressed how They just don't like the prophecy updates. I understand. If you only knew how much I don't like them either. (laughs) There's a dread, a holy dread. Exhibit B, controlled opposition. Controlled opposition is defined as follows a strategy in which an individual organization or movement is covertly controlled or influenced by a third party, and the controlled entity's true purpose is something other than its publicly stated purpose. The controlled entity serves a role of mass deception surveillance, and or political social manipulation. The end of the world is going to happen, and it might be closer than we think. There's much happening in the world around us that ties into the predictions made in the Bible. With the number of events occurring, though, it can be difficult to keep up with it all. 
Pastor J.D. Farag has taken it upon himself to help us out with that. Each week, Pastor J.D. takes an in-depth look at what Scripture has to say about the end times and then pairs them with the current events of the week. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available for free to you through our website, inspiritandtruthradio.com. You'll find them as well on our YouTube channel, and we update them each week to give you the latest information. These messages are useful to us to be able to keep Jesus' ultimate kingdom goal at the front of our minds. Jesus came to earth to offer love and forgiveness to each person. He completed his mission when he died on the cross for our sins and then defeated death by rising again. Jesus has charged each one of us who confess to follow him with a simple task. Go into the world and share the good news of his life. As the end draws even closer, we need to adopt a sense of urgency in getting the word out. We hope you will use these Mideast Bible prophecy updates to draw closer to Jesus, allowing Him to speak through you to the world around you. Once again, you'll find these prophecy updates by visiting InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com and clicking the link to our YouTube channel. Join us again for Truth from God's Word right here on In Spirit and Truth.